You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is Your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. welcome. I'm Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser like Razor. Hi, babes. Hi. What's going on? It's January. Mid-January. Mid to late Jan. Lovely. Mm. What have you been up to? What have I done today? Well... I mean, most recently, you've seen my disappointment at my milk foamer and frother dying on us. I've only had it three weeks. I'm upset about that. Hashtag coffee culture. Where'd you get that from? Amazon. Ah. Yeah. It's tricky. I know. Nothing more luxurious than having like a hot bit of foamy milk in the morning. Just like... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Just (laughs) dribbling all over a coffee. I'm dating a guy with the funkiest tasting spunk. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what else has been going on? Well, last night we went to uh, High Tops. Oh, that's right. A so, local gay sports bar to watch Drag Race. That's right. We said local gay sports bar. What? Yeah. I was kind of saying to Teddy last night that he was saying, oh, this really reminds me of like this this gay bar back where like where I used to work in like Connecticut. And I, I said to him, I was like, this reminds me of no bar I've ever been to in the UK. Because I said, even if... Even if a UK place did an American sports bar themed place, it still wouldn't feel like high tops. Yeah. <laughs> high tops just, so there's one in, there's one in San Francisco, there's one in West Hollywood. Now this is the new one in East LA. It just, do, it just feels off, doesn't it? It's a little strange. It's definitely kind of the, the sharks and the jets meeting in a new, <laughs> in a new kind of meeting spot. The East side gaze and the West side gaze. It's a little like, yeah. I'm glad for the loud music. I'm glad for all the screens, particularly when we're watching Drag Race. The clientele, let's just say, as we often say, there's definitely a few people there that I would like to have gone up and just tapped them on the shoulder. Like we're in, how'd you solve a problem like Maria? And they're eliminated. <laughs> yeah, there's that going on. Get on that moon and fly off like in uh, the Dorothy show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I let... Somewhere <laughs> over the rainbow. And we're all waving goodbye. <laughs> Back to WeHo. <laughs> so I drove you home and then, do you want to know what I did on my way home last night? Stopped off at some kind of donut place. Yes. You, were, you had a real sweet craving. A real sweet craving for a donut. So there's this place near me. It's not like the fancy gentrification one, which would be, you know, more br- my brand. There's one that's around in my neighborhood that's been around since the 90s. It's open till 11. I got there at 10 to 11. 10.50 for American listeners. It was pretty fun. So I, I, le- I left you off at the Eagle. But do you know what happened just after I left you off? I dropped you off. What? That fucking bike gang. Oh. <laughs> so there's this bicycle gang. Massive. And I don't know what point they were trying to prove. But I dropped you off. And I was like, bye. And then I had to wait for about five minutes. There's all these bikes and rickshaws. <laughs> I, I almost opened the window to ask what they were doing. But I, then I didn't want to be part of them. What are you doing? <laughs> you know I'm all about big oil. Do not agree with pedal power. <laughs> yeah. A little too green for you. Yeah. So what happened to you? Uh, well, I had a fun time at the Eagle. I, I kind of just took myself there because I wasn't ready for my evening to end. I ended up uh, kind of speaking to some people that I knew and getting into kind of a side conversation with two people I'd never met before. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun. Basically, started talking to this guy who was, 
he's one of the artists at the Tom of Finland house. Okay. And he's from Finland. Oh. Um, and <laughs> me and him both suddenly, me and him both got very excited about Eurovision. And then this poor American guy we were with didn't understand what Eurovision was. And me and this guy from Finland got like, just started crescendoing, like shouting with excitement about what it was. And he just kept saying, (laughs) this guy just kept saying, but what is the Eurovision Song Contest? And we were like, la la la, Lorraine, Lorraine. Like we can never get to any actual point we were trying to make. And then we ended up very calmly telling him what it was. And he just walked off. Oh. I mean, that guy from Finland screamed about just all of our favorite acts and artists over the years. Did you exchange details? Is he coming to the act bar this year? No, he's going to be gone back to Finland at that point. Oh, that's a shame. Because I was, I was going to try and get him to come and be part of our gang. but And I was actually going to go back and talk to him. And I did a real classic Fraser move. I went inside. I was like, oh, I'll get another drink. And then I just went, just walked out the door, yeah. walked home. Well, you, you walked up to the bar literally. and then you turned left. No, and went le- I literally yeah. did it. I actually walked up to the bar in the back and was about to be served. And then I just turned away and I, I was like, I want to go home. Yeah. I just walked up the hill, watched an episode of Buffy and then went to sleep. Seriously, does anybody care? That's lovely. Yeah. I what? felt like I wanted to honor SMG being on Drag Race. So I watched uh, the end of the first season of Buffy where she fights the master. Well done. I went, I had a real frosty weekend last weekend because I was hanging out with podcast nemesis Michael. And we went skiing. Seriously? And it, it rained at one point, you know, his presence. And it snowed. But it was a very nice day out. There is something very quite mind-blowing about just getting up early on a Saturday morning in LA and driving a couple of hours and then just skiing. It's like, oh, this yeah. can be life. And they say it's... Ski in the morning and surf in the afternoon is what they say. Yeah. Uh, we had a great time. Oh, oh my gosh. I forgot. I completely forgot. At one point, after it started snowing, uh, we were going to go back down and have lunch. And Michael needed to sit this one out. So he did need to sort of like, you know, just let me go up one more time. Because oh, famously, he's not as good a skier as me. But I always say it's like playing tennis with someone who's better than you. It's good for them. Anyway, you think, you, you think you're elevating his his skiing? I don't even know why I'm saying that. I don't even want to be involved in yours and Michael's ski ski wars. Yeah, it's so boring. But so he he was cold because he obviously doesn't have the right layers and equipment because you know he's a novice. So he waited in this hut for me halfway up the mountain. I skied to it and I got to the hut. And it was a bar, and there was a woman in the bar like just going crazy. Let the the server and then there was these two guys outside it was all snowing and they were playing uh, Fat Man Scoop and everyone was just like wow it was really fun Fat Man Scoop yeah let's do some feedback okay as ever please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts much like Jane or I don't know if her name is Janie Iani but Jane so she said to us so she did a double she messaged, she DM'd us on Instagram, please do. And she left a review. So she's like, finally got round to leaving an Apple podcast review. Thanks to Ben's intimidating instruction this episode. Well done. Very glad to hear mention of Egyptian grandma. After all this time, I used to love hearing about her. Bring back Egyptian grandma. Not literally, of course. Sorry. She must be British because she apologized. She's, she's, I mean, we don't mention her, but she's never left us. Well, she's never left us. I mean, her ring is right here. Hang on. I do my Egyptian wailing. Yeah. Ah! As a white person, I will not do that, Egyptian wailing. (laughs) So her review says, love this. 
It's my favorite podcast. It's great when a new episode pops up. The erratic releases make it all the more exciting. <laughs> Lol. The more episodes you listen to, the more you feel like you know them. Thanks, guys. Now, she really got us with that erratic episode. She did. Dang. I love a five-star <laughs> review that's a positive review, but also just quite shady. A little needle in there for us. That was good. So please write reviews. I'm actually going to now just call out some specific people. Oh, God. Crystal. I don't think you've rated and reviewed us, and you've got a lot of time in your hands right now. We expect one from you. Who else? Recovering from surgery while, yeah. while you're bullying her. Uh, Ruth, you listen. I know you do, and I don't think I've got a rate and reviewing from you. Um, anyone else want to victimize? One uh, more. Rule of threes. Come on. I, this is your job, not okay, mine. Char- I'm, I mean, I'm the good one, remember? Charlie. Oh, uh, Laura Marks. Come on. We featured your your voice on our Ashley Simpson uh, spinoff. I'd like a rate, rate and review from you. Oh, and I, I did mention there, Ashley Simpson, we do have our spinoff. You're Welcome America presents the Ashley Simpson Show. A couple of episodes are out. I got stains on my t-shirt. And... Yeah. <laughs> If you like us singing, if you want to hear that specific line from that song being sung a million times, then tune into our spinoff. We got an email from Gabe in Phoenix. Okay. And he says, hey, Ben and Fraser. Fraser spelt wrong. Fraser has left the building. <laughs> <laughs> Love the pod. Just started the Arby's episode and you mentioned how close you were to your 100th episode. I'd yes. like to give you an early congrats and suggest that for this episode, you both take advantage of the opportunity and do a travelogue, as- do a travelogue episode down to Mykonos and then record the rest of the episode from the highest point in Greece. Does anybody care that we're going to be at the highest point in Greece? Seriously. Just a thought. Love the pod and keep up the great work. <laughs> the highest point in Greece. Are you are you referring to our spin-off You're Welcome America Presents Girls Allowed Off the Record? It smells of shit. I think it's also because I really have started dropping in Cheryl saying, Does anybody care? Anytime you and me talk about anything. anything. <laughs> Excuse me, is this your taxi? Do you know where the Sammy Ramis is? Well, we're not. That I love that idea, Gabe. If you want to fund that trip to Mykonos, we do need to go to Mykonos sometime. Um, <laughs> Maybe we'll do a fake travel log episode where we travel to lots of different <laughs> times and destinations in the podcast and we'll do a whole episode like that. And you'll get some Greek taverna music. Yeah, exactly. We'll go back to the millennium. Let's do that. That's, That's actually fun. a really fun idea. We'll do a, kind of like a time travel Time episode. travel. Okay. And just a quick shout out to Me Against the Podcast, one of our lovely greatest kind of contributors and listeners to our feedback. And they just said they can't wait to hear us scream the theme tune to the Ashley Simpson show every week. And we've really delivered on that one episode in. We've already done that. (laughs) Finally, uh, Kaylee Elizabeth got in touch uh, just in reference to our Arby's episode where we wanted to try the Jamocha shake. Mm -hmm. And she said, I can confirm the Jamocha shake is very good and worth another stop. Uh, she says, I feel like Arby's had a big moment in the kind of 2010s in the Midwest, or maybe it was just in, in her area. Oh, that answers a question, because in my head, as soon as I heard Kaylee Elizabeth, my, my head went, Kaylee Elizabeth! <laughs> yeah, no, she's in the Midwest. Yeah, she's in the Midwest, so it's not that. But um, much like Baby Jamaka. I was going to say, you replied saying, we really loved Baby Jamaka as the name. Gorgeous name for a Scottish child. Go for it. Jamaka! Get get off that fucking couch, Jamaka! Right, please send in any feedback to Instagram. You can email us at you're welcome America Podcast at gmail.com. Much rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. We do have a Twitter. Do I use it to look at erotic content and nothing else? Maybe. Yes. And we've also got a threads. I mean, who knows what's going on there? Oh, no, that's day one that we abandoned that. Yeah, should we should we <laughs> should we do the episode now? Let's do it. Okay.
Okay, as ever, we've got a US topic and a UK topic. Fraser, you're up first. With the US topic, what is it? So, inspired by our Ashley Simpson show spin-off for Your Welcome America that we're doing at the moment, and we, you know, we haven't actually recorded it yet, but there's very much a spirit that haunts episode two of uh, the Ashley Simpson show, and that spirit is Miss Hillary Erhard Duff. <laughs> E-R-H-A-R-D. Now Erhard. When, now, when you say the spirit of Hilary Duff, I think I'd like you just put in here the opening to With Love. That we're like, <laughs> Oh, is that Stranger I'm thinking of? Yeah, that, I think so. Where she, where she kind of leaned into... I'm going to say the word Bangra. I don't yeah. think that's right. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. We're going to be we're going to be listening to all these songs. You don't okay. Need to... Now, not many people know it, but that's her sister Haley playing the uh, <laughs> the Indian flute <laughs> at the beginning of that. I also love a song that sounds like someone dropping bags of coins repeatedly. <laughs> right, take us away. Well, actually, I got a little stuck on her middle name, Erhard. I wanted to look up where it was, its origin, and I actually couldn't, I I couldn't find it, but I did find this article about celebrities with unusual middle names, (laughs) and I got really stuck on this one. Dido. Do you know what Dido, her full name is? Is Dido her first name? (laughs) I'm going to tell you it's not even in the in the full list of names. Okay. Her, Dido, the the singer of uh, Howard File fame, was named Florian Cloud de Bounvial O'Malley Armstrong. Wagon wheel what to see? Now take a, take a look at that. Now, Florian Cloud de Bounvial O'Malley Armstrong. It makes Dido seem very plain as a name, doesn't it? <laughs> Yes. She, <laughs> Florian's a good name. She said she's named after a, a queen, but at home, um, at home, everyone just called her Dido. And she says, to be called one thing and christened another is actually very confusing and annoying. It's one of the most irritating things that my parents did to me. I'm still irritated by it. Florian is a German man's name. That's just mean. <laughs> to give your child a whole lot of odd names, they were all so embarrassing. It's true. And then the rest of the article was just people with middle names, uh, with kind of opposite gender middle names, like James Corden's middle name is Kimberly, (laughs) Richard Richard Gere's middle name is Tiffany, and uh, Kate Hudson's middle name is Gary. And also never forget the fact that our girl Ashley Simpson, her middle name is Nicole, but with two L's. (laughs) But I'm mostly focused on a little something called (laughs) Hilary Duff's music career. (laughs) So I I kind of forgot about this. She's technically the first Disney Channel star to spin off into a music career. Okay. So she kind of was the blueprint of Miley, doing, of, of doing Miley and Selena and, and all so, those Yeah, she was she kind of the one that launched that genre because she went from the Lizzie McGuire franchise and then released her own music. She actually technically has a debut album, which is not. The, the metamorphosis, which is we all think of as, as her debut album. She actually, we all do. We all do. <laughs> she actually had a Lizzie McGuire kind of soundtrack because she okay. sang the song that I've been singing to you all morning, which is, Hey now, hey now, this is what dreams are made of. And then her first album, technically, was called Santa Claus Lane. And she just sings a lot of different Christmas music. Wagon wheel what to see. And she also famously, famously covered the Siamese cat song from... <laughs> she covered the We Are Siamese from Lady and the Tramp. That's right. And she covered it with her sister. And it's 
one of the most <laughs> shock, one of the most shocking pieces of music you're ever gonna hear. <laughs> some really tough backing music that's <laughs> themed <laughs> <laughs> themed to a different culture a culture that is definitely not hers <laughs> but uh, most importantly in 2003 <laughs> she released her first single from the album metamorphosis still still like laughing that i didn't know that the album was called that i just think of them all as like one album yeah her songs but she released so yesterday But wait a, minute, wait a minute, I love how you've just completely disregarded her being in Lizzie, Lizzie McGuire. Well, it's just not our... It's not our world. It's not our world. It really we were was, too old for Lizzie McGuire. It really was like Clarissa for a, a different generation. That's the way I view it in my head. Yeah, there's there's a certain... Like, the Disney Channel people, like, I f- we weren't the right age for Lizzie McGuire, Hannah Montana, any of the Selena Gomez stuff. We really only came to them once they... Once they shipped out and started making pop music. Yeah. Once, <laughs> once they really got down to business. Okay, Metamorphosis. So yeah, so in 2003, she released So Yesterday, her first single. How do you feel about So Yesterday? It's fine. Is she wearing a long skinny scarf in the video on the she, beach? <laughs> she definitely, she sure is. <laughs> it actually only got to number 42 in the US. Isn't that crazy? But that's because, hmm, it, it's a little bit like her version of Miss Independent. <laughs> I think of those songs as the same thing. I, re- I really <laughs> can't abide the opening sound of Miss Independent. We I'm, always talk about uh, my, met- my, uh, my metaphor of a horse and cart and the cart has square wheels. Yeah. The beginning of Miss Independent has a real square wheel quality to me. It's like... I think of the word funky. Real funky funk. Funky and rocky. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the, that's important to note that Hilary Duff's trajectory from the beginning was pop with a little rock edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, I'm I'm a big fan of So Yesterday. I think it's, I think it's a little forgotten uh, because of, because of Come Clean that came after it. But yeah. I think So Yesterday does need to get a little bit more respect than it deserves. Come Clean. So then, yeah, she followed that up with Come Clean. Let the rain fall down which actually it got to number 35 in the US. Come Clean did really badly in the charts. If you look at like all of the chart positions across the across the board, its highest place was in like, what's NL? The Netherlands. But wait, look, nine. but look at its Canada. sales. Look at its sales. Yeah. 655,000. <laughs> I think long term, it really, it did, it did the thing because of... Uh, well, more importantly, yeah. It was, Come Clean was featured in... Laguna Beach, The Real OC. And from, it was actually in the movie that she was in, A Cinderella Story. Oh, never so, seen it. Starring Chad Michael Murray and the person I've turned on recently, Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah never it's a real it. it's a real good role for jennifer coolidge as the she's the because obviously it's it's literally cinderella yeah she's the evil stepmom and she really is quite wonderful there's a very famous scene where she picks her up in her car and she's had too much botox and can't move her face <laughs> and they put all like extra like stuff i think they've like truly snatched jennifer coolidge's face back and yeah. like put this like thing on it and she's really funny wait so what was brandy in 
That's the that's Cinderella with Whitney Houston. Okay. Yeah, no, a Cinderella story. I believe that I went into quite great detail about it on the episode where we talked about prom or homecoming. Yes, one of you're the, right. One of the like, yeah, one of the things because when I was starting to prep for this, I was looking at the Cinderella story thing. And I was like, I feel like I put like the trailer for a Cinderella story in like an episode, and then I remembered, yeah, it was one of my Trojan horses to talk about Got a Cinderella it. story. I will say it's definitely just worth worth viewing as one of Hilary Duff's kind of side things. Have you seen that there's that, I think people often use that gif from it as well, where she's sitting by um, her back to like a, a, like a seating thing and she's on a, she opens a flip phone and she's typing in it looking really pleased with herself and she just writes L-O-L. <laughs> people use that gif all the time. <laughs> it's a pretty great movie. Anyway, speaking of movies, I have to do a real quick kind of, side thing so hillary hillary hill hill she always would kind of bop between releasing music and acting and there's one particular movie that my friend had on dvd like around university or post-university time so i've seen this one movie of hers like quite a few times oh that was it actually when we we moved out of a house that we all lived in together and I remember my friend, my friend Sammy gave me the DVD as like a, she's like, I want you to take this with you into like your next life. So I just had this random DVD of this Hillary and Haley Duff, her sister movie. Oh, okay. It was called Material Girls. <laughs> want to take a look at the trailer for okay. it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. A material The Marchetta Sisters. We are the face of Marchetta. My gorgeous girls. We're living the good life. Oh, he has such great taste. Hey, but you picked that out. Well, yeah, but he likes it. <laughs> Until they got... Let me put this as delicately as I can. A little bad news. Marchetta Cosmetics. Future is a disaster. Yeah, that's right. Angelica Houston plays Fabiella. A, a rival cosmetics another brand great, Another owner. great one of your kids' names. Fabiella! <laughs> Fabiella! Oh, God. Get down! Stop pulling the cat's tail, Fabiella! But I really love their cover of Material Girl for the... Just that reed thin, empty cover of Material Girl. Don't they also have those the sisters Duff? Don't they also have a cover of Our Lips Are Sealed? Oh, you've you've jumped ahead, and that <laughs> actually is also on the Cinderella Story uh, soundtrack. Got it. Our lips are sealed. <laughs> I, I like that version of that. It's very high. <laughs> They've really taken them up seven octaves. Also, yeah, if you want to hear high, the We Are Siamese cover is right up there. We are Siamese, if you is it? Yeah, they've oh. really pitched them up to be little kitties. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. So she released another album. It's like a she released like a self-titled one after just called Simply Hillary Duff. And there's not that many releases on that, but it does have the song Fly. Okay. Do you like this song? I don't know it. Now I will tell you something. If you really wanna break your vocal cords right open scream along to fly when you're driving it's a really good driving singing song that song sounds as if it was made in a factory specifically for the hills soundtrack <laughs> it really does she's really much like the song pieces of me which we're really into at the moment because of the ashley simpson spin-off <laughs> it's one of those songs i don't imagine she's ever able to perform live it's quite <laughs> a, it's quite vocally quite right up there isn't it fly so wait, so is there an album called Most Wanted that we've missed out? I'm confused. No, that's coming up. That, that's okay. after Hilary Duff. So she only released uh, two songs from that. And one's called Someone's Watching Over Me, which I don't believe I'm aware of. No. Somebody's watching me. <laughs> <laughs> Cover of that song. So then Most Wanted came out after that. And that's got 
two of my favorite Hillary Duff songs, including my favorite one with the video, which is. So this is obviously the great song Wake Up, which I do believe also includes some kind of Asian uh, appropriation. Isn't she wearing like a black wig at some point and it's all about her in different like locations? I don't think I've ever seen it. Well, we're taking a look at it now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's in different countries getting ready. She's, I mean, she must be in France right now because she's wearing a beret. <laughs> God, she's so bland and vanilla. She really is. She's wonderfully, wonderfully bland and vanilla. It's quite remarkable. And that voice. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really nothing. How'd you feel about Beat of My Heart? I don't know if I know Beat of My Heart. To the beat of my That's awful. I run I like running to beat to beat of my heart. It's got a good BPM to it. Oh, I think I, I need a like a hardcore remix of that to get me running. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Well, that's, that's your opinion. Can we I, get, love, I love Beat of Your Heart. Can we get 2007, please? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, so then um, your, I'd say the, the Ben, the Ben kind of era of Hillary really started in 2006. She released Play With Fire, and that's from the Dignity album. If you were coming, you could just love me, love me. Now, the fact that she has an album called Dignity. <laughs> Didn't she do it with Dignity? <laughs> she's definitely gone a little harder in this album, hasn't she? Yeah, she's a little meaner. Yeah. Well, I mean, she, she again, wears that same black wig in the video for With Love. Yeah. Which is very important, which is a real espionage video. And the, the video, they've baked into it a, a CGI frame, like <laughs> a kind of fancy CGI frame. But I love the song With Love. With Love is the is the meme, isn't it? The, uh, doing it on the, the, the Today Show, yeah. yeah. There's a really good With Love remix. Oh, you and your bloody remixes. Love a remix. It's like, like the Bimbo Jones remix or something. That's what I want to be running to. Oh my God. You know how I feel about a remix. That's a good remix, though. Come on. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> How do you feel about that very strange song from her? So she had a Best Of album that came out afterwards. There's that really strange song, Reach Out, that samples Personal Jesus. Oh, like yeah. Mode. And which also <laughs> brings me to, there's two great, so I don't care about the original. I don't want to hear Depeche Mode ever again in my life, but I love the song Reach Out by Hilary Duff. And there's also a great uh, other artists that samples personal Jesus. Could you do you remember that who this was? Oh, Jamelia. <laughs> do you remember the name of that song? It's got a very funny title. So, uh, be, uh, beware of the dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course I do. I feel like we've really finally completed the podcast. We finally found a way to organically get to the song "Beware of the Dog" <laughs> by, by Jamelia. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> I loved the Hillary Duff Dignity era. Yeah. That was for me. <laughs> served. Imagine being in a club now and with love coming on. Yeah. Or Stranger. It'd be great. Oh, <laughs> that'd be a dream. And then just, she's, there's a few other songs, but I want to just do the quick shout out to the 2015 Got song Sparks. Great song. Which again, 
it has some Asian influences in it. I think Miss Duff really loves to does it loves to look east for her inspirations. Yeah, it's definitely got some does it some vibes to it. Yeah, and uh, my favorite part about Sparks is that you know you know this obviously, which is that the song was <laughs> the video for the song was done in conjunction with Tinder. Yeah, and. People hated it so much that she had to release the fan-demanded version of the video, which doesn't have any of the Tinder spawn in it. And it's yeah. just her, like, extra scenes of her dancing to the song. It's because, like, one person wrote on the Tinder official video underneath in the comments, like, can we please just get, like, a normal video? And everyone <laughs> liked it. So then she released the fan-demanded version. Sparks, another song. If I heard that in a club, I bet there's a good remix of Sparks. Yeah. A real Poppers O'Clock remix. And then one of my... She's also... A real go-to for me where I do like watching her Architectural Digest tour as well. Oh. She does a really good, has is it like in conjunction with that TV that turns into a piece of art. Oh, the Samsung? The Samsung TV that's also art. And she's she does a really, some quite seamless spawn for that in her Architectural Digest tour. I love her. Here's my question for you. What is she famous for? I'm, I'm kind of confused. I think it depends what age you are. So, like, now, what now does she, she do? Now she's famous for being on the How I Met Your Mother spinoff. Like, How I, I, think, How I, I Met, Met Your, your Father, Father, which is finished now. Yes, but I think that, like, got to a lot of people. Okay. I think lots of people like her from that TV show Younger that she did for quite a long time. Oh, Younger! That's yeah. what it is. So I think a lot of people know her from Younger and from uh, How I Met Your Father. Then people our age know her from music, and then people uh, in between those ages know her from, like, Lizzie McGuire. So I think she, each each generation has their own kind of Hillary Duff touchstone. I wonder what the next one's going to be. <laughs> so she the 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 other the other thing that kind of fell apart for her was that they tried to bring Lizzie McGuire back for Disney Plus. Yeah, and it all fell apart because she wanted it to be grown up and like real and have sex and swearing and that kind of stuff in it, and it all like fell apart. They filmed two episodes of it, and then it. It got scrapped. Yeah. I think there's kind of a bad taste in everyone's mouth about it as well. She's very like family, family gal now. Yeah, but she's making a fortune. She's real mums McGee. But bet with her like posts and stuff, she can make a gazillion yeah. million dollars. And then there was some stuff with Aaron Carter. There, yes. was, there was a war with Lindsay Lohan at one point. Yeah, that was the, that all kind of culminated in that episode of, was it Lindsay Lohan's reality show where they follow like Living follow, Lohan. Lohan and they... She gets into a car and they start playing a Hilary Duff song and she's singing along to it. And then she's like, I actually like Hilary. I don't know why everyone's saying that we don't like each other. All right. It's like, oh, Lilo. Yeah, I think I think she's she's one of those people I don't worry about her finances, you know? No. I think she's doing just fine. Also, I don't see her splashing out. No, I think she's I think she's living a very nice, a nice life. A very nice, safe very life. Very comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I wonder what her new her new spouse does. Oh, he's he's a music as well. Yeah, of course he is. So them sit around the the fire pit and he plays the guitar and she does some real reed thin vocals for him. I feel like we've gone through a we're kind of stuck in a cycle of like three celebrities when it comes to doing the equivalents of, and I do think they all kind of work in this very like cyclical way, and I cannot find a way to escape the loop. Okay, so I went back to our. Billy Piper episode and I was like oh did we say that Billy Piper is the UK Hillary Duff but we said that Billy Piper was the UK's Mandy Moore uh oh but I feel like the three of them all churn around in my head as the exact same thing but I'm gonna pause you though for one second I maintain that Billy is Mandy Moore because Mandy Moore has a far more uh awarded and respected acting career right. as, as we've now discovered I can't remember who one of our listeners said that 
we predicted that Billy Piper might end up getting yes. an, uh, winning an Emmy yes. and then she got an Emmy nomination. Right. But then I also thought about uh, maybe her being more like Rachel Stevens, someone with the kind of uh, yes. a, cult, a cult celebrated music career and, and that same level of <laughs> lovely, lovely blandness that people really love. It's a real <laughs> safety thing. Yeah. They're both very attractive, but they both look like they, they would smell very clean. Yeah. And a little bit perfumed, will come clean, a little bit perfumed. <laughs> and in the way that you said about Hilary Duff having a nice life, I still, I believe that Rachel also has a nice life. And she is doing the UK slightly lower down version of like, I think she could also makes really nice money from being like, oh, I'm going to do like a, a bit of spawn for like TU at Sainsbury's, you know? Yeah. I am just going to do, can we compare, you look up Rachel Stevens' net worth and I'll look up Hilary Duff's net worth. This is really going to... This is bad. <laughs> yeah. Rachel Stevens is at $3 million. And Hilary Duff's at $30 million. <laughs> well, that's the that's the UK to US inflation rate of fame and <laughs> money, isn't it? Times it by 10. <laughs> times it by 10 that's and perfect. that's what you got. Yeah. I think, I think you've done it. Yeah. So uh, the UK equivalent of Hilary Duff is Miss Funky Dory herself, Rachel Stevens. <laughs> You're welcome. And we're back. We've left Hilary Duff where she belongs in... Calabasas, probably. And Ben's going to do our UK topic. The UK topic this week is the Trafford Centre. Ooh. Ooh, built in or opened in 1998. It a is great a, year. a great year. A large indoor shopping centre and entertainment complex in Ermston, Greater Manchester. Okay, so essentially, the Trafford Centre is a giant mall. So I looked into like some of the stuff about building it. It costs like a gazillion pounds to build. It's kind of interesting because you've been to the Trafford Centre, right? I don't know. Okay, (laughs) well, let me tell you something about it. So the way the architecture is utterly bananas. It's like an oversized cheesecake factory. And the guy who was building it chose a lavish and unorthodox style, seeking to avoid the centre rapidly appearing dated and stale, as so many other ones have. So he chose a Rococo and Baroque design. And to be fair, he was kind of right. He like did a pretty, I mean, it's utterly disgusting. But I'm gonna I've d- never been to the Trafford Centre. You've center. never been to the I'm, Trafford Centre. It's not the same one. It's not in the city centre, is it? No, it's no, right no. in the outside. No, I've never been so to So it contains eclectic Art Deco and Egyptian revival elements. <laughs> <laughs> it has a uh, 5.8 million pounds worth of Tuscan marble and granite. It's got gold leaf. On the columns, it's got fucking everything going on. There are fake palm trees, there are pillars. I mean, it, someone described, an architectural critic dis- described it as bewildering. But it's it, pretty beautiful. It looks like Caesar's Palace. Exactly. It's got statues of lions, of uh, a lady with a lamp. It's got all kinds of different things going on. <laughs> lady with a lamp. Lady with a lamp. Can I tell you, though, about the different sections of the shopping centre? Please do. Okay, so it's got four areas. The original structured four areas. Peel Avenue, Regent Crescent, The Dome, and the food court, which is called The Orient. Uh-oh. Dome, Millennium Dome. What was the avenue one? 
It was Peel Avenue, and that's because the, those are the developers. When, when I, I get to Peel Avenue, <laughs> that's I think that's what they were they were hoping for. So I thought, why don't we go and do a little bit of shopping, shall we? Well, which entrance are we going to go in? The M&S entrance, the Selfridges entrance, or the John Lewis entrance? Oh, God, let me get up the Trafford Centre map. God. <laughs> right, I do have a PDF open. Oh, uh, you downloaded the, it. The Trafford Centre mall map on the ground floor. Right, what entrance are we going to... We could go straight into the Orient, which is the, the food zone, but I'm not hungry yet. I'd rather start on the John Lewis side because it's close to Boots and I've got some bits I need to pick up from Boots. You're going to get some bits. Have you brought Have you brought your Advantage card? I've got, I've got the app. It's You've, all moved on. Thank God for that. <laughs> so maybe we can just take a stroll around. Um, have you got the map in front of you? I do indeed. Okay, I've got some specific places I'd like to talk about in particular, but I don't know about you. Maybe Kurt Geiger we could pop in there. <laughs> Where else could we go to? There's a JD Sports, River Island, all the good ones. The All Saints is currently closed. Kurt. Geiger. <laughs> so we're not going to be able to get like an edgy leather jacket. Where would you like to go? Oh God, Michael Kors. <laughs> I'm seeing a real, I'm seeing just as you, as you approach the dome, there's a real kind of America section, which is really troubling, which is Abercrombie and Fitch, Apple, Victoria's Secret, uh, Michael Kors, Calvin Klein, mm. the perfume shop. <laughs> How in this day and age is the perfume shop still <laughs> going strong? Be- because... People want to smell perfumes. It's hard to buy, like, a new one. That's true. I just feel like the perfume shop was always, to me, has always seemed like a front for something. Because that's think? the one that's always doing d- very baffling deals, isn't it? It's always like, oh, if you buy seven bottles of Nicki Minaj's <laughs> perfume, you get, like, one free spritz of, like, a Hugo Boss. It's always very, like, there's always some wheeling and dealing going on at the perfume shop. I, <laughs> I don't trust it. Speaking of scents, do you know they've got a Bath and Body Works? Oh, God, that... That makes me really angry that that's managed to... That disgusting store has broken out into another country. I um, hate that place. We have been to a few store, stores now. I'm not ready for lunch, but I am ready for a snack. So we are going to go to one of our favourites, Millie's Cookies. Yeah. <laughs> now, I was thinking, like, what is going on at Millie's Cookies these days? Okay, so we're mid-Jan. You know, maybe maybe you might go and... I don't know. Maybe someone new started at work or someone's like, Trish... Trish, she's pregnant, she's leaving. So we might get her one of those giant cookies saying like, you know, best of luck giving birth to a human. But we have forgotten it's coming up for Valentine's Day. So there is this special Millie's, Millie's. a limited edition Millie's giant cookie. Can you describe it to us? Jesus Christ. This is a, the limited edition jelly heart, jammy dodger and raspberry cookie pie. It looks like a, a pie when it's got jammy Dodger biscuits just kind of ground into the top of it. Oh, and those gummy hearts that have the squidgy back on them have also just been kind of jammed into a cookie. And what looks to be like freeze-dried raspberries sprinkled on top. Oh, that looks horrible. I do love a jammy Dodger, though. I love a jammy love Dodger. Love a jammy Dodger. Mm. So good. Although, if we had that right now, if someone sent us the Valentine's Day Millie's cookie... Oh, destroy it. Oh. It'd be gone. <laughs> I'd get a fucking pizza cutter out of the <laughs> kitchen drawer, and we'd be well into that. <laughs> so I was quite excited about finding a Millie's cookies. Um, any other stores you want to just pop into while we're at it? Shoe. Now, how... Does shoe still exist? And there's also an office as well. And why is there a shoe store called Office? <laughs> it's not shoes you wear to the office. No, it's not. It's just sh- it's just a shoe store simply called Office. Yeah, why is? <laughs> oh, there's a hotel chocolat. There sure is. And and June is my favorite 
shoe stop. Dune. Dune. It's basically June. June. <laughs> right, I'm going to go get a strappy sandal from June to take on my holidays. So, you know, we have our friend, one of our friends, Siobhan, that her nickname is June. We always <laughs> be obsessed with June, buying shoes from June and June. <laughs> June's just popped into June because it's June. Yeah. To get her... And she's going to go on the sand dunes. June's going with the sand dune in their June shoes that she bought in June. When's she going? Soon. She's going soon. soon. Do you know what? Ted Baker. It's still kind of near the beginning of the year and I would love to just see how my year pans out. So I am going to go to Avril's Fortunes. Come and visit this popular medium and let her look into what life has in store for you. There is a fortune teller at the Trafford Centre. Are you on the first floor? I don't know where I am. I'm in space. <laughs> Super dry. Oh my God. All these shops are really taking me back. Anne Summers. I feel like only like an edgy friend would work at Anne Summers. <laughs> You're dead edgy. In fact, do you know who worked at Anne Summers? June. June worked at Anne Summers. <laughs> yep. June, she put on her, June put on her shoes from June in June and went to Anne Summers. My, I am spiraling down a hole because I went to the first floor map and now I'm spiraling to... There's a Vodafone. <laughs> There's a Vodafone, a Cafe Nero, a New Look, and a a Holland and Barrett. <laughs> Gotta get those. Gotta get those. Uh, vit- my Wellman, Wellman vitamins. Yeah, the Vodafone shop really got me. Oh, and then the pinnacle for me is if you just pop down next to next to next yeah. is uh, the card factory. <laughs> if you want to buy like a giant oversized birthday card that has like a musical jingle in it. You can go down to the card factory. The card factory. <laughs> Imagine if you went in it was set up like an industrial factory. I mean, the, the audacity of having Clinton's cards one store over from the card factory. That's a real cardapalooza in that. <laughs> Look, gives you choice. In the north, the northwest corner of the Trafford Centre, you can really get all your cards. I remember when I was working... Opposite an optical express. <laughs> I want a sunglasses hut, so it's the card and the eye area of the Trafford Centre. Sorry. There is, a, there is a Selfridges, though. Yeah. So why don't we nip... We could always nip into Selfridges. The anchor tenants are... M&S, Selfridges, John Lewis. I gotta say, that's three very strong showings. Yeah, that's a <laughs> oh Hollister. Oof. There's a, a there's a Dyson store. There's a there's oh there's shoe. There's I like shoes. how I like how Lush is nestled between the O2 store at Vision Express. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we should get to the food courts. I'm a little bit peckish. Yeah, we could go to Waggers. We could go to TGI's. The Real Greek. Franco Manca. Do you remember fucking Franco Manca? I'm sorry, I've got a little derailed because on the first floor, they have a 90s chain, which clearly has been brought back in a kind of an ironic way. They have a spud you like. Oh, let me tell you everything <laughs> about spud you like. So spud you like went out of business, okay? So I was looking at it earlier. Do you want to go get a jacket? Do you want to go get a jacket potato? <laughs> I loved spud you like. I love a jacket potato, Ben. Seriously. Well, I'm going to ask you to look at the updated spud you like so, menu. Hang on. I'm going to get it for you. And I'm going to ask you to pick. I'm going to, I want you to tell us uh, the different flavors of spuds you could get. And which one are you going to choose? Now, normally, what would you choose baked potato wise? Oh, beans and cheese. Beans and cheese. Maybe <laughs> if you're feeling fruity, like a, a, a chili, maybe a chili and cheese. Look at these options. Oh, chicken tikka masala. That makes me feel really sick. I guess I'd have to go with the chili con carne. Oh, prawn cocktail. I do like the one that's simply butter. Or, I'm sorry, but look at that butter one. That looks so delicious. The butter one does look good. What about the chickpea dal? Oh, it's horrible. This is too fancy. 
I see yeah, like really what won't. they're what they're trying to do, yeah. like create like an, an upper scale thing. But not even I do. Well, do this, I want the prawn cocktail? This says it's with um James Martin. He's that uh, TV chef, isn't he? So I think this is like it's his little kind of. He brought it back. He's just so I guess up. he's trying to chef it. Would you like to go for a, a cheeky wee cocktail while we're there? Spud, you like? I'm sorry, I'm so distracted by Spud, you like? Did you wait? Did you go to Spud, you like growing up? Yeah, I, yeah, there was one in Norwich. See, I don't think there was one in Glasgow. <laughs> Spud you like is one of the most insane names for a business. <laughs> Just for any American listeners, spud is a is a colloquial term for potato. So you would say instead of having a baked potato, you'd say I'm gonna have a jacket spud. See, we're in Scotland, we'd say like tatties. Yeah. So, you, tatties. so it would be called tatty you like. What's spud you like a play on? What's spud? Is it a play spud. on words? Spud you like what you like? Spud you like? Spud <laughs> what you like? Spud you like? What's spud you like? Is that what it is? I don't know. Okay. Oh God, there's a Las Iguanas. Las Iguanas. I, I tried, fucking hate Las Iguanas. I tried Iguanas. to click on the Las Iguanas uh, website and like a cheeky animated iguana appeared and then it froze. <laughs> so I couldn't get into it. I really, for quite a long time in my early 20s in London, I was haunted by the Las Iguanas on the South Bank <laughs> where just inexplicably people just kept saying, oh, we'll just go to Las Iguanas for a drink. And I just kept ending up there. Las Iguanas. It's a horrible place. What would you get at Las Iguanas? Oh, I don't know. Like a... Iguana cocktail made of blended iguanas. I tell you what, I'm going to need a drink. So we're going to go to Oh You Pretty Things, which is a, a cocktail bar. I did look it up and I didn't realize that's a David Bowie reference. And I don't think most people who go there know that either. <laughs> I'm going to show you some images of Oh You Pretty Things. Do you want to see what kind of thing you see? I'm already concerned that it's going to be like one of those Instagram places. It very much is. You can play Laser Quest there. You can fucking do everything there. <laughs> So just so you know, while we're, when we go to get our cocktail, we will be overlooking the food court, which is made out to look like um, a giant cruise ship. Yeah. It's pretty spectacular. Yeah. I don't know what, what also chain is just haunting us right at the top of that image. Gourmet burger. Oh my God. GBK. <laughs> so we're going to go to Oh You Pretty Things and we're going to have a cocktail. I've got the menu here. It is quite hard to look at the menu because the Oh You Pretty Things website from 2017 is no longer functioning and the menu just appears to be on Twitter. And so I cannot view it. God, it's one of those real neon, neon bullshit places. What's that place that tonight josephine that i went on a real tear about before yeah okay so we've got some reviews here some people got some espresso martinis and they said the prices were in all caps expensive 21 pounds for two cocktails it was extreme given that the ingredients are inexpensive price wise you can get cheaper because you know obviously in the uk everything's about you know getting something cheaper um i have noticed that there's a picture here of a person with a bottle of Desperados <laughs> and they're clinking a child because I do forget that in the UK children can just be in bars. <laughs> so someone's clinking a Desperados and this child has a slushy drink, kind of like a real fancy uh, slush puppy type situation. People seem very angry at the service there. I see a drink in a jam jar. I see a uh, mojito, one of your most hated. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm getting a lot of bad reviews for the manager who's called Jody. Oh, really? Because yeah, De- Demica, not, people like Demica. Not great. Oh, that's a shame. Tom really we- great. Tom West gave it two stars. Went here Friday night, just gone. Nice place and vibe. But whoever the young woman is with brown hair, quite short, was serving everybody. Someone needs to tell her to ease off the pressure a bit. A bit, spell all one word, 
A-B-I-T, a bit. She was almost forcing us to enter some silly prize draw and constantly came to the table with her card machine and shouted, Another round of drinks, yeah? I bet that's Jody. <laughs> we were like, no, nah, we're okay, thanks. But she kept nagging all night long. Stinks of Jody, that one does. <laughs> Prices are also pretty steep here. Single whiskey and Coke must have been nearly £10. When I have a large bottle of the same drink at home, costs only 22 Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so you've never been to the Trafford Centre? No, never. We used to go when I was filming up in Manchester and we'd go for like an evening at the Trafford Centre. We'd oh, go yeah. see a movie and then hang out in that hang out in that food court. I do remember getting some sort of like Mexican food, like a burrito. Right. I can't remember where it was from. But in general, it is a pretty spectacular mall. Okay. Like the disgusting carvings, the ceiling, like everything about it is, I mean, it is very Vegas. It's worth a visit. This ain't going to be torn down anytime soon because they essentially stole all that marble from Italy and put gold leaf everywhere. Right. So it is is pretty spectacular. Right, well, we're going to have to go find our car in the car park. But fortunately, they do have car park technology where they scan your number plate when you go in. And it, I tell you what, car theft, it's, it's gone right down thanks to that. I was well, reading great. about that. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll go get our car. We'll put in like many plastic bags and we'll drive home, which has been a great day. So my question is, what is the US equivalent of the Trafford Centre? So you don't think it's Caesar's Palace? I don't think it's Caesar's Palace, no. Why is that? Because I just feel instinctively it's the Mall of America. But does the Mall of America have such a... The the design aspect to me feels so distinct Mm. that it's like, I cannot look at the Trafford Centre without thinking about Caesar's Palace. Okay, okay. Well, here's sort of the forum shops at Caesar's Palace. Which does include, as we full well know, a Bath and Body Works... And our favorite thing, which is that fountain that does the story of Atlantis or whatever it is. That's true. And the Trafford Center, I read, does have the biggest chandelier in the world, <laughs> which is very Caesar's Palace. <laughs> it really is. Okay, so is it Caesar's Palace or the Forum Shops at Caesar's Palace? I think it's the Forum Shops at Caesar's Palace, okay. specifically. And as ever, with the UK-US, as we've just realized from <laughs> Hillary Duff, you times everything by 10. Yes, exactly. So while the Forum Shops at Caesar's Palace has, like, Gucci, Versace, <laughs> we're talking Holland and Barrett and Pandora. <laughs> Pandora? What's the, what are the bracelets? It's Pandora. Pandora. Okay. I think... Vodafone. Vodafone. <laughs> I think we've done it. Yeah. So the US equivalent of the Trafford Centre is the form shops at Caesar's Palace. Oh, they have a Krispy Kreme. Ugh. I've been to that Krispy Kreme. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Right, that's the end of the episode. You are getting... What's up? Sorry, I've just seen in the, in the Trafford Centre, they have a stand, like, in the middle bit, and it's called Pop Specs, which is literally <laughs> the name of Eddie's fake business on Absolutely Fabulous, do you remember? Pop which specs. is like, Pop Specs. Pop Specs. You can take the frames out. I love that it exists. Good for them. Anyway. You are going to get our regular episodes of Your Welcome America every two weeks, because we have a strict schedule, don't we, Jane, who reviewed us? Erratic <laughs> schedule. She's and not wrong. currently, every week, you're getting an episode of Your Welcome America Presents, the Ashley Simpson Show, so keep an eye out for that. Sorry, I just noticed on the Trafford Centre map, there's a place in M&S simply labeled Quiet Room. <laughs> or just to go and just <laughs> like... Oh God, I'm so overwhelmed God, by the traffic center. Just go, quiet. go to the quiet room. Well, I always find like being in a Marks Suspensers, I'm a bit too hot. Yeah. You know, okay. walking around. That quiet room. 
Uh, thank you for listening. Please rate and review us. But specific shout out and victimization of Colin, Ruth, and Laura from Glasgow. We need your ratings and reviewings, please. Jeez. And we will see you very soon. Bye. Bye. You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.